Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Cañas, and today I have with you Aravind Ravi, CEO and co-founder at Inasa. Uh, uh, Aravind, uh, thank you for joining me today. How's it going? Great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And we are recording on July 26th. Uh, it's 4.09 p.m. Eastern for me, and you are... Are you currently I'm in Dublin? You're in Dublin? That's correct, yes. So it's got to be like 11 p.m. for you? It's actually 9 p.m. Oh, so okay, that's not, that's not too awful. We'll, we'll get you to bed in time. Okay, awesome. Uh, by the way, I love Dublin. I love Ireland in general, but I really love Dublin. Uh, we spent the week in Ireland, had so much fun. Uh, the only beer I like in the world is Guinness. And I think the reason that I like Guinness is because the very first Guinness I ever had was at the pub right next door to uh, to to the brewery. Uh, and then we did the brewery <laughs> tour and I just like Guinness. It's funny because I like Guinness in Europe, it, preferably in Ireland, uh, but I don't like it in the States. Uh, like it just doesn't taste the same. Uh, I don't know why. I think so. I I mean, it doesn't ever taste anywhere else other than Ireland, I guess. I, I, uh, in the rest of Europe, I, I can stand it, but in the States, it just doesn't taste the same. Uh, and, and, and not only that, okay. one time I uh, did a mileage run to Ireland. So basically, I, mm. I, I'm a Delta guy, and I was going to lose my platinum status, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I was a few thousand miles short. And Delta had mm -hmm. an offer. Uh, so I flew Atlanta, Chicago, Chicago, Atlanta, Atlanta, Dublin, had one Guinness and flew back Dublin, Atlanta. And I kept my status. Uh, <laughs> That's I amazing. Got, <laughs> I, I, I got sick a lot. Like, like we had just taken off Atlanta, Dublin. And uh, I, I started developing a, uh, a uh, what's it called? Uh, not a cold. Uh, Anyway, my my like my nostrils started hurting, uh, oh, yeah. and and, and I, I spent flights uh, blowing my nose, and it, it was it was not it was not a great experience. But I'm still glad <laughs> I did it, and and there was, it was the tastiest Guinness ever. Uh, anyway, so Aaron, we we always give the guests the chance of giving the elevator the elevator pitch. What is uh, Inasa? Uh, we're still getting used to calling ourselves in NASA. We used to be called Insurity uh, just about you know a week ago. So Inasa is basically a platform as a service. It's a connected data platform for motor insurers. What it means, I mean, we often say we are connected data platform, but what the hell does it mean? Mm -hmm. um, so what we do is we collect data from several different sources for analyzing risk in motor insurance. Mm -hmm. So that data could be from telematics uh, devices like an OBD dongle, it could be straight from the car, it could be mobile-based telematics or anywhere else, right? If you have the access to telematics data through any form, we can ingest that. But not just that, we can collect data from external sources, like we call it alternate sources of data like weather stations, satellite images, and so on and so forth. We have a huge uh, data enrichment repository and it's constantly growing. What it helps us to do is ingest all the risk data in real time and produce a risk score, which is more holistic than your behavioral risk score that you get off of your telematics provider. And 
our AI, for example, processes weather data, road condition data, road volumes, all of that in real time and produces an environmental risk score. It's fully independent of your behavioral risk score. All this helps us to paint a very holistic image of the risk for the insurer in real time, right? So why do we do that? Why does the insurer care about this holistic view uh, of you know, risk in real time? You can build an awful lot of interesting things with this real-time insights about risk. So if you had real-time insights about mileage, you can build a pay-as-you-go insurance product, a UBI product, something like Petromile, right? If you had uh, the insights about how they drive, you could basically have dynamic underwriting in place and you can underwrite based on their driving behavior. If you didn't want to do anything about pricing, anything about distribution, you still can build better customer experiences. You can say you can drive better and for good driving, you can incentivize with like a cashback, other incentives, so on and so forth. So you can build better customer experience. But what we've seen in, in the past is people want to use this real-time insights in building more ambitious risk products. For example, embedded insurance products. Products, uh, insurance being embedded as a part of your Uber ride. Insurance being embedded as part of your car hire. You don't even know you're insured, but you're paying for insurance and you're covered. So, so the boundaries of what we can do with Inaza has been broken in the last couple of months and hence we had to rebrand. We initially was just a UBI platform, a usage-based insurance platform. And because we were so modular and we did an awful lot of things differently, we were able to uh, go beyond certain boundaries and produce new innovative products uh, from Bahrain to UK to Ireland. We were able to create a lot of interesting case studies for ourselves in the last 12 months uh, since we were founded. So that's what Insurely is, probably a longer answer than an elevator no, this pitch. Is fantastic. But... Absolutely fantastic. Okay. And, and you've got uh, proofs of uh, POCs, you've got proof of concepts with, with uh, in, in Bahrain, the UK, and Ireland, or I'm guessing they're proof of concepts. I'm guessing they're not like full-on partnerships where you already deployed the technology fully. So we did deploy our technology completely in Bahrain. So the first ever time that we deployed anywhere was in Bahrain. And we deployed it not under a POC environment, but an actual real-time environment. So the customer was trying to build a uh, sandbox testing product. It was a startup. So it, easy, it was easy for us, our priorities were aligned and we just had the opportunity to go launch even before we could do a pilot. But that isn't how, uh, that isn't how it works with like incumbents, for example. So obviously we went on a really long sales cycle, uh, got our first uh, POCs approved in Ireland. Um, now we, we've launched uh, at least two POCs in Ireland as we speak. Um, we will be launching an actual deployment in the UK in the next month or so. Okay. Uh, we're, we're in the last phases. So, what 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 are you able to share about that particular deployment? And by the way, one thing we can do is we we can delay the episode until the day when you're allowed to speak about it publicly. Uh, so we'll talk about that after we're done recording. But what 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 can you share about 
that that actual deployment coming up in, in, in the UK? So the actual deployment in the UK will be with an OEM, uh, with, with a manufacturer, car manufacturer. They will be launching a shared mobility service, um, which is new for its kind. It will be for taxi drivers. Uh, we are still etching out the last details of this particular deployment, but there will be a usage-based underwriter and one of the largest brokers uh, involved in this particular deal. So what they will be doing is they will be embedding insurance as a part of a shared mobility service. So you would pay for insurance along with your car rental, for example. Imagine how that would look like. You do it now, but you do it uh, as an extra 20 euros or takes $20 on top of your car uh, rental. But imagine you hired a car, it included fuel, it included uh, the miles, you basically paid by the hour of your rental or paid by the kilometers uh, that you drove it. That's how it's going to be. But it's awful more complicated. It's not for the everyday user like mm -hmm. you and me. Mm -hmm. It's for taxi drivers. Okay. So, so that increases the level of dynamism. We have yeah, to yeah, for, for real. So, so, so in that case, and I know that nothing's set in stone yet, uh, uh, but, but in that case, will the price, like will the driver know the pricing before like when they pick up the car that morning or will the pricing be adjusted based on the, on their driving so they will know their pricing but the pricing will be kilometer based yeah okay so, so, so they'll know that that it'll cost you uh two i i, I really want to say two cents but i know that 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 in in, in the uk it's not cents what is it pence uh, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so the driver would know that 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 it, it's two pence per mile, uh, and and you're covered to X limit, to exactly. X. Okay, perfect. Okay. So and and they wouldn't know if they're paying for insurance or not. So they would rent out the car, and they would pay a kilometer based fee, for example, uh, yeah, or yeah, an hourly so fee. And insurance yeah. is included as part. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, so yeah. So, so it's completely embedded. Uh, right. I have no idea what the rate would be, but but you pay uh, uh, two pounds fifty pence uh, per per mile, or you can choose to pay uh, sixteen pound an hour, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and it includes. Gas includes insurance. It includes the rental of the vehicle. It includes exactly. Everything. It includes everything. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, will they likely be able to to uh, get contracts as short as as a day, or is it like a week? So potentially um, in the long term, but initially uh, it might be for about a year. The contracts might oh, be. Oh. Okay. 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 The contracts might be for a year. However, they would be paying for the number of kilometers that they would try. So, so it, it's, it's similar to, to lease. Like here, here in the US, I don't know about the UK, but here in the, the US, the lease is you know a long contract uh, and you get a limited amount of miles. If you go over those miles, you, you pay more. Uh, so, so it's kind of similar, just kind of a more modern version of that specifically for taxi cabs. Something like that, yes. So it's very close to what you described there, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Okay, and is there anything like that in the UK right now? Before um, you guys launch? 
there there are a few car rental apps for like the everyday consumer which obviously includes insurance uh, uh-huh. and it's mileage based but there is nothing like that for this particular customer group um for if you spoke to any insurer in the uk right now they would almost categorically uh say no to such a deal because mm-hmm. uh, the kind of <laughs> the kind of risk that the because they are insurance companies exactly <laughs> and, and they 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 would not necessarily have the right set of data to underwrite it you know what i mean of course and of course. even if they did uh, that wouldn't aspire the confidence in sort of buying that risk so there's a lot of you know the real time insights that we bring in and obviously um the the, the backing of a large oem means uh those risks are sort of mitigated for for the insurer so it's it's first of its kind uh in, in its customer group in its market segment uh but there have been other projects uh that that, that exists in the uk even in ireland okay cool so the the listeners of, of our show tend to be either broker side professionals or carrier side professionals uh and and uh, by the way i just realized that for the whole day, including this recording, my sound has been captured by this little microphone, not this big microphone. So <laughs> I hope that the quality of, of the audio has been good. Uh, anyway, uh, my apologies to the listeners if the uh, quality of the audio today has been less. I'm not used to working with headphones. I have family in town, so. Uh, okay, so yeah. uh, the listeners are likely to be brokers and carrier professionals, historically more US heavy, but if we have uh, carrier and broker side people in the UK, Ireland, etc., um, who should be reaching out to you? So carriers that are that are specifically auto carriers, or like who is who is your target partner? So I think a target partner is a progressive broker or a carrier. Uh, so innovation can be led by a broker or the underwriter. It, it, it could be starting from anywhere in the value chain. We're literally a tool for innovating, a tool for you to distribute insurance in a new way, a tool for you to underwrite in a new way, and that's what we are. So could, you could be anybody within the insurance value chain doing distribution or underwriting. You could reach out to us. We probably have something for you. Um, we might have case studies that we've already deployed in the US that we can share with you. Uh, or you could have specific distribution problems. For example, there was a broker that we spoke to in the US um, who wanted to do embedded insurance, but embedded insurance as a part of their home policies, which is already embedded as part of their mortgage. How would you go about that? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the only touch point that they had was uh, their claims and their uh, all their policy management was through an app. And we could easily put an SDK within that app. And that's it. You, you, you can start insuring uh, their motor, like their auto policies. So you would get the real-time stream of when they are driving around. You would get the information about their mileage. Then you could start insuring them in a more dynamic fashion. So that's one, just one case study, one discussion we've had in the US, and that was broker-led. Now, we are, we are also having conversation with like um, carrier partners, uh, but it's in the early stages, uh, who might be interested in something completely different, optimization of portfolios, dynamic converting, so on and so forth. So 
it doesn't really matter if you're a carrier or a broker, all that you gotta be is a progressive, uh, innovation-friendly person and having an appetite to take your product to the next level. And we can we can have a chat. Okay. Okay. So how I, I always love to hear how how did the idea happen? How did you realize this this was needed? So um, it's it's uh, it's it's about an eighteen month story. So it was peak of COVID, and I was working on a uh, actually an academic project, which predicted road accidents in real time. So uh, I always had passion towards doing something about road accidents, and I was doing my master's in financial technologies. And that was the right opportunity uh, for me to do something about it within the insurance yeah, space. So. The idea was, what if I had all the data in the world and I had historic road collisions from 10 or 15 years um, of, of you know, collisions on in a particular country? And luckily we had it in Ireland and a few other countries in Europe makes it publicly available to you, um, 10 or 20 years of collision data. And with that uh, and, and historic weather data, I was able to predict accidents using just weather information and road conditions and so on and so forth. And a lot of revelation, uh, things like surface coefficient, which is like surface friction of your roads were highly correlating to road accidents uh, in, in, in a country like Ireland, which is very obvious. Uh, it rains a lot in Ireland and anybody here would know surface friction has to correlate, but that was not a candidate for underwriting. That was never a candidate for using for pricing of policies. But then this model was able to understand that, was able to give kick out a risk score. All the more importantly, it was able to predict accidents in real time if you had the weather information, if you had the road condition. That's where it started, honestly. Uh, so initially, I, I'm a big believer in uh, lean product management. So I went out and really had a lot of customer interviews. So I would have spoken to heads of underwritings in different insurance companies. And COVID was the right time because they had a lot of time and they wanted to talk to people like me um, who was working in their dark rooms. And I had a lot of interesting conversations, but what was interesting was nobody had a platform. Like uh, there were, they were glimpses of APIs um, but nothing close to the real deal. And people didn't, insurers did, didn't really have a platform which can adopt solutions like these, adopt models like these. Uh, they cannot, even if I had the best technology in the world, they cannot adopt it because uh, they, they work on uh, arcade systems which were invented by actually uh, T-Rex. Um, the dinosaurs invented those technology and insurers still use that. So, uh, that that was a revelation. So we thought, all right, if we have to use this model uh, in, in a production environment, we have to build this platform ourselves because there was no way we can get real-time access to data uh, for these insurers. That's where it started. So one thing led to the other after that. And what we found ourselves was uh, the best use case for this model was usage-based insurance and dynamic underwriting within usage-based insurance was our niche. But then we built it in a, such a modular fashion that it was, if we were able to apply that in so much more than just UBI, 
And the outcome was our pipeline grew by about 250 percent uh, with requests from insurers. And we needed a new identity. We needed to tell a different story. We needed to say uh, we are a platform which can consume data and give any risk insights in real time, and you can do an awful lot of it. That's that's exactly what we did. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right, and I lost your LinkedIn profile, which I had up, <laughs> so I lost my train of thought. I'll probably call the, uh, cut this part out of the uh, of the recording as, as I clearly didn't take my ADD pills today. Okay, I've got you back. Cool. So uh, there it is. Okay, yeah. got you back. Okay, thank cool. you. So, so let's see, we talked about, about how you came up with the idea. We talked about the perfect client. Um, I, I always like to ask about the pricing model. And, and I realized that you're in the middle of, 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 a, uh, of a pivot, but I am curious uh, for carriers that wanna partner with you, what can they expect when it comes to, 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 to the contract? Uh, is it a two-year commitment? Is it a per head? Is, is it a per insured vehicle? Like how do you guys get paid? I think even though we're in the middle of uh, a rebrand, which is basically a, a change in our messaging, uh, our, our pricing models have been tried and tested, so it will remain the same. So the way we care a lot about the expense ratio of the insurers. The only way we can be adopted is if you produce the be best uh, cost of operation for the insurer. So uh, we come with a flat licensing fee, which is monthly. And then there is a variable fee, which is volume-based based on the number of vehicles that you've insured and have enrolled in the system. Mm-hmm. So a flat licensing fee, which covers the access, uh, which gets you into the system. And then um, based on the number of vehicles that you're insuring currently, uh, or you insure through our platform, we'll charge a variable fee, as simple as that. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Aaron, it, it's it's been a pleasure. It, this has been very, very interesting. I look forward to see you guys growing, hopefully, uh, here in, in, in a little bit, you are uh, you you are uh, uh, doing some business here in the states uh, because I I'd love to uh, to see how what that looks like. Uh, love to have you guys back in in a year or two uh, to 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 see uh, how things have progressed. Uh, but thank you so much for your time. This this it's been it's been a it's been a real a real interesting one. Well, uh, thanks so much for having me. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be great to do a catch up sometime. Um, so awesome. Thank you.